Oi, lovely, you're listening to DocSpot. And I shall be your host. My name is Humphrey Peterson. You may want to call me Huffy Piked. I was looking for a podcast to listen to that I enjoy and learn something from regarding updates um, and also beginner friendly something between design and coding between design and coding and I was I had a trouble finding one that is right some some uh, sometime back in 2017 2018 so then I came up with idea to go ahead and start my own podcast and that was it Hi guys, this is Humphrey here and it's another episode of DocSpot. On this uh, episode, particular one, we're going to be looking at Bootstrap 5. As I talk about Bootstrap, I uh, just decided that I go way into it by talking about Bootstrap 5. Uh, so you see, um, I just logged on to the website to get bootstrap.com. That's where you're going to get all the uh, library previous versions uh, on the on the right top corner with the dialog. You can get all the previous version. Now the current version of Bootstrap five of uh, the Bush the current version of Bootstrap is Bootstrap five point two, which is the latest. Um, the one we are going to be talking about. I'm going to rev- be reviewing um, Bootstrap five. So on the website you get see new version v5.2 CSS with CSS variables included responsive of canvas new utilities and more build fast responsive websites with bootstrap powerful extensible and feature packed front-end toolkit hmm now the wording has changed from a library to a toolkit says build and customize with SaaS utilize pre-built grid systems components and bring projects to life with powerful JavaScript plugins so now we have npm um, the main way to get it use if you're using node um, node.js you use npm you know go like npm uh, you do, that is on the terminal you you, you you type something like npm um, i for install and then bootstrap uh, with at sign between um, that is bootstrap on at sign between then 5.2.1 that's all together a single word bootstrap um, at 5.2.1 uh, just like you do with the email which is only that you will not be adding the .com or the domain or something like that and that's how you install uh, bootstrap 5. or 5.2.1 on your um, whether you're on a Mac um, or you're using some sort of um, software um, that helps you to run uh, Node.js applications on Windows or you're running of a Linux machine. Right. So we go ahead to download. Um, I'm assuming we're going to assume that you have your bootstrap um, downloaded this way uh, or using the Node.js or you pick it up from the website or use a, um, a CDN. Uh, what a CDN is uh, is a content delivery network. What means uh, what it means is that you have all the scripts on uh, a server that is being referred to by uh, a plethora of other websites that 
um, make sure that when that happens whenever a website is uh, called uh, a lot of it a lot of the scripts gets downloaded so if it's called and it's in a close proximity in an area where it's already been cached somewhere in a closer server you get to have your uh, files from there much faster than loading it from your own website or your own domain so the there are a lot of other uh, there are a lot of cdns out there you can use so you can create yours but what it is is that when you use a lot of ones that a lot of people are using you get the advantage of having a very smooth um, load and uh, less resource on your server most of them uh, most of those scripts coming from external servers and um, you can also implement other ways to make sure that it's coming from a very secure server as well that is not within the scope of this very podcast uh, today's podcast is about just making you familiar if you've never heard about bootstrap um, now you've had you've heard about it in that there is even a latest version there's a 5.2.1 so npm install um, yeah that i've already mentioned if you want to install by another means that's if you're using ruby then you want to use gem install bootstrap um, hyphen v uh, 5.2.1 that that is going to be how you install bootstrap on uh, a, a ruby or like a running on ruby and rails or ruby application you want to use bootstrap by the cdn way you need to use the link tag um, this is a bit technical um, i needed to let you know that it's designed with the ux and this is the engineering site where uh, as a ux designer or um, ux researcher you, it's, it's kind of none of your business uh, it's more about the designers uh, in design engineers or product engineers um, uh, take at this time but it's got to do with design anyways that's why i'm, I'm just um Yab, 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 jumbling, bringing it in here to discuss. So we we can we get to talk about how you you include um, you include uh, um, Bootstrap on a website that you don't want to use the Node.js approach. You don't want to use Ruby. You're just doing plain old vanilla and JavaScript, CSS, and HTML. Then the way to do it is to use a CDN. And you use CDN through the link, the link tag, and bring in an attribute, the href attribute, uh, equals to HTTPS um, colon uh, forward slash forward slash CDN dot JS deliver. That's J S D E L I V R dot net uh, forward slash npm forward slash bootstrap at five dot two dot one forward slash dist um and many others so uh, like yeah if you're um, if you're on the website you you get to see this include um using this approach i'm going to be speaking a lot and i'm going to sound more like um siri and that's going to be a bit boring <laughs> so in order not to sound like siri or take up siri's job uh i will just jump around or, or skip over that into reading or how to get started and if you're looking at other um, toolkits that you need that's available inside bootstrap 
um, it says here get a jump on including bootstraps source files in a new project with our official guides that means using um, webpack uh, I would not get so much into webpack but webpack webpack if you should get into it you would realize that it's an awesome tool to have along because it allows you to um, work in uh, very very um, amazing amazing uh, programming languages or um, what you call it syntaxes and then compile it or, or cram your code into some magical um, single uh, files and then present it or save it to the browser so webpack is cool puzzles the same i think they kind of serve the same thing same purpose and the same but i haven't seen vit i see vit and on the website um bootstrap um, and it's a new thing to me all right so here we are i'm still on the doc on the getbootstrap.com website um you'll see customize everything with SaaS and that is a shift and I when I got wind of uh, the idea that I can use bootstrap a lot of them uh, a lot of the um, modular CSS has been or was being done with less and now it's in being done with bootstrap uh, SaaS and that's where uh, things got very sweet for me um, I was creating a lot of this um, variables and uh, yeah using SAS to do things um, I still do them yeah but less often so you get rusty when you don't practice uh, take that cue for me you, you need to practice on a daily um, so haven't talked about it and then do you expect sometime in the future that we do a lot more of these practices helps me helps you helps everyone um, what next yeah so here it says includes all the bootstrap sas so you you get the idea you need to learn a bit of some sas to master the um, customization of your bootstrap um, we go over that into building and what it says it says it says uh, build and extend in real time with css variables using yeah the same thing so css variables are much like sas variables but then it has some sort of keywords or um special syntax and then using the var uh, function to bring your um, variables uh, or to invoke your variables in a in a css um in a css room all right so we still go over um, that to another part of this, another session of the um, Bootstrap 5 um, documentation, or let's say the presentation page, the first page, that tells us that we need to use components, meet the utility API. So there is a utility API in Bootstrap 5, and it generates a utility API. We built it as a feature pack SaaS map that can be quickly uh, and easily customized it's never been easier to add remove and modify any utility class or classes make utility responsive and studio class variant to give them a custom name um, custom names um, my making sense <laughs> it feels like I'm mumbo jumbling yeah, I'm reading and, and then sharing
Alright, so yeah, there is an example of a tabbed component I see over there and there is another one. One is uh, just the, I call it the uh, biscuit. <laughs> you're, you're, learning, you're learning something here for the first time. How I call buttons with just small round edges, uh, round corners of border radius are the corners um when it is when it when we have corner radios of four um be beneath beneath eight any corner radios beneath eight pixels i call it the biscuit so here we've got a lot of biscuits and when we we have a corner radius that exceeds the height of whatever box it is and causes the the rectangle of the button uh, to look like a pill i'm going to call that a kind of radius uh, a cookie so we have a cookie and we have a biscuit um on here quickly now on that page where component where it says components meets the utility api so with the utility api um allows you to like um uh what what i say yeah it allows you to do things um that otherwise you know, normal api or normal um selectors or variables will not let you so with the utilities it may let you do a lot um, i'm yet to understand much about them and how those functions work so i'm 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 going to have to learn um, more about utilities and explore customized components i have some ideas but um, once you don't practice uh, it becomes a new sort of um, situation when you are faced with having to go back to it and having to work with it again it says powerful javascript plugin without jquery okay so yeah there's a there's a plugin you know it says without jquery and it, it, it has a plugin um this new um it says powerful javascript plugins without jquery that is the bootstrap and js plugins um that does not use jquery easily and easily are toggleable hidden elements models and off canvas menus popovers and tooltips and so much more all without jquery javascript in bootstrap is html first and means adding plugins is, is as easy as adding data attributes need more control include individual plugins programmatically the data attribute api why write why write more javascript when you can write html nearly all bootstrap javascript plugins feature first class data api all right so yeah plugins with the add data attribute that allows you to add special features like toggling and all that this is what um is being said here you know, so you, in bootstrap you get the uh, data attributes attached to the components that allows you to um, do things uh, interact with the components that you are working with or, or pre-built for you so all you have to do is interact with it and hook it up with uh, a very live uh, real world uh, sense uh, situation that allows you to make meaningful use of it Alright, so then I, I also see that there is a, a session where it says bootstrap icons. I know there's to be glyphicons in 
some previous bootstrap now there is a section that says bootstrap icons so you can go there to see all the icons that you can use that fits your needs um then we have um make it yours official bootstrap teams so there there we have it previously there wasn't um bootstrap teams website or like a marketplace like this so uh, i think from 2019 2020 upwards there's this uh, rise in marketplaces um for bootstrap and yeah not bad uh not bad it kind of uh similar to uh, what what um creative team has um and it's not bad it's a business you can create yours you can have a marketplace as well um to sell your teams you build a, a venture a startup like that and you 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 learn how to you learn how to do the uh customization and bring your creativity creativity to bear um within building teams like that so you can make you can make a living you can make tons of money by uh building bootstrap teams and so it's a, a very viable venture if that is the way to go you want to go um from here you can go and look into bootstrap from the getbootstrap.com documentation examples and start practicing working on something like that uh, to make money oh yeah so I was, i'm just looking at the teams on the bootstrap teams website a lot of them really nice um but i leave that to you to also go and explore um and that is it now is it's time for us for us to look rather into the documentation how do you get started i've already mentioned how to include that in your existing project or to get it into your code base um now how do you implement it on page by page uh well once you've included it in the or reference to it it's now active it's now going to take effect and all you need to do is to copy and paste some specific syntax or um characters or html code from the uh, documentation everything has been uh, created or pre-built so you don't need to from the from the start get things off your head like a whole website has been built for you all you need to do is to compose it or assemble it using bootstrap um, uh, templates or code snippets so you're not even coding any html in a in a sense you're just building and um, pumping pumping html wrappers with uh content and removing where you don't want to have any and then changing urls there's this kind of easy peasy you can do uh, for a career like working with bootstrap all right so in on the left side it says going into the documentation on the left side it says uh getting started introduction download content browser and device um devices javascript webpack and how it's like distributed how you can get your um computer to enjoy some of this or like get your computer to download or, or distribute some of these packages all right so it has it has getting started customizing layout content 
forms components and uh, a lot of the cool things about um, bootstrap has got to do with the number of components it offers so that when you're building an application you do not need to build certain components from scratch so it has helpers um, those are just utilities that does help you to adjust color size borders stretch the vertical alignment arrangements like hiddenness is it hidden or isn't it isn't it isn't hidden things like that um so we have utilities like apis that tells or um shows you how how to do certain adjustments as well whether to use flex or to use grid whether to include colors certain colors uh whether to reduce the borders to a certain um width or not so what backgrounds you can include from the library of backgrounds um, available in bootstrap so you can also extend it because it's got that extend category where it tells you or shows you how to extend it and then you have and you have the about uh, so we, we get to see the current um, development the current um, changes and the history behind um, bootstrap um, if you would listen to the previous one uh, you would have realized that I told you about bootstrap being a, a design system um, maybe I might I might not have said that directly but what it is is a design system by Twitter that was uh, created or um, made by um, at MDO <laughs> and at fat at MDO uh, is a cool developer um, Mac auto he created the bootstrap um and fat and fat uh, i don't know like it says fat and <laughs> so the two created bootstrap um yeah so you, you, now you're not being doubt as to who created bootstrap so prior to begin being an open source framework bootstrap was known as a twitter blueprint a few months into development twitter held its first hack week and the project exploded as developers of all skill levels jumped in without any external guidance except that the style guide for internal tools development has at the company for over a year before its public release and continues to do so so there are a lot of changes and uh, it it has more details now i'm not going to go all the way to read all of them but you should you should definitely if you if you find it interesting um at this point to go into um their bootstrap get bootstrap.com website to look into the history and or if you want to get involved in some other ways can do so all right so there's just a commentary on bootstrap and like yeah the other sessions the examples it's easy you can also have it says here bootstrap icons free high quality open source icon library with over thousand and six hundred icons include them anywhere anywhere you like svg svg sprite or web fonts use them with with or without bootstrap in in project so you can use the icons here as well in figma um now it's been like 
it's been like um, the go-to if you want to do design you to use Figma if you want to do coding to start with something and not to start from the scratch and you want to go ahead quickly you want to use bootstrap it's either you use bootstrap or the very uh, modern contender that's tailwind um, so it's just a matter of um, flavor and preference how you want to start your project and you by by that you can decide to or you may decide to go with bootstrap or you may you may uh switch to tailwind i will uh get into tailwind some other time uh, for now it's just a brief review of the bootstrap get bootstrap so if you get getbootstrap.com no, so if you're interested in like um subsequent episode where we will be working with bootstrap or we'll be touching on a lot on bootstrap things and bootstrap teaming and bootstrap websites yeah go ahead read um and when you get to that we'll get to that episode so you find that uh that exercise a, a lot useful a lot useful that you did so that is going to be it for today's episode we uh went into getbootstrap.com to just brush over a few ideas uh, or like uh, um yeah brush over a few ideas uh, or things to expect uh, or to or think about when you think about bootstrap um subsequently we might get into it maybe not the next episode but subsequent ones when we get there you will know all right thank you very much for listening and make a date at some other time maybe another morning Mm, it's kind of now seems a bit random but i'm working on strategizing and making it more uh more predictable that you should expect Docsport every Friday or should expect Docsport every Monday. So, uh, as it is now, it's all, always going to be there's always going to be a pocket new one if you should um, make a day to check on on the um, Apple podcast to check Docsport on Apple podcast every Friday 1 p.m. UTC there is a guarantee that there is a guarantee that you're going to find a podcast recorded new um not a stale one and you should enjoy and you should also send in your recommendations your suggestions if it sucks um if i said something or i did something if you see something say something <laughs> tell me something um and we can strategize which we can restructure and we can strategize to make um Docsport the kind of podcast you would always make a date or like store on your calendar or uh, to to listen to it and because you have a favorite podcaster here that you will listen you like to listen to you enjoy listening to and that is it for this podcast really i i wish you all a happy week um productive week stay blessed and catch you again next time it's been doc sport with humphrey peterson